Let's talk sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade. Kia ora and good Norman from today radio studio for in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, Scott Brown, and we are once again joined uh, with uh, by. Anton Agassi joins us second week in a Agassi row. Agassi or Agassi? What do you prefer? Uh, Agassi? Yeah. Like Andre? Yeah. Agassi's a bit weird. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan? <laughs> no. Are you related? Um, very distantly, I think. I think my dad's granddad and Andre Agassi's granddad were brothers. Hey, that's class. Uh, yeah. Well, well, very like, distant. Uh, that's yeah. pretty, I mean, I'd, I'd be going, that'd be my Uncle Pete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't yeah. the Jackie's sister's brother's boy, isn't it? Yeah. Mate, you should add him I'll on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I think we got a, a few tennis rackets and a few tennis balls off him um, when I think my mum and my dad went to go to Las Vegas to visit him. Um, it was a bit of a get away from our family at the start, stop trying to steal our money. But then afterwards, yeah, I think Andre Gassi's dad was really nice and gave us some tennis balls, some mould rackets. There you go. And you went and played wow. squash as a result. Nice touch. Nice yeah, I touch. tried tennis as well, but I was rubbish, so I stopped. Well, we kept him in squash. He was yeah. a fine, fine young athlete with the, the Agassi. Agassi? Agassi. Well, how do you prefer it? Uh, Agassi Agassi Well big Andre Agassi Um, Yeah as always This is our uh, International show Number 134 Significance of 134 It's an angel number And it's a sign That you should Take care of yourself And nurture Your inner being In order to grow and achieve success. You know what? I namaste, think, namaste. I think, um, I think the angel that was exactly the same for the angel number for one three three and one three two. It could be a I copy think and paste. The job angelic that. numbers are, are copy paste, but I also know it's the natural number following one three three and preceding one three five as well, of course. Well, as always, we'll, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to have to touch on the Ryder Cup and the Rugby World Cup that's been going on. But I think we're going to start things off today with, as always, sport and its history in the world. Nathan. Yeah, mate, I hope you got some time because I've actually, you know how some days there's not m- many things. Today, there is. Uh Oh, there are a load of things that happened in sport and the history in the world. As always, it gives us the opportunity to go off on a tangent. You know, I've seen a couple of... I'm looking at one yeah, about could... Australian cricketer David Boone. I'm looking forward to this yes. one coming up because there's some brilliant stories, you know, which sort of spin off that. But sorry, Peter. Yeah, go. exactly. Well, actually, uh, I'm going to go all the way back to 1661. Gee whiz, did they play sport way back then, 1661? But it was the beginning of yachting in England as Ch- King Charles II, he beat his brother James, the Duke of York, in a yacht race that went from Greenwich to Gravesend. Be pretty hairy. You think we'd be going to the other side of the world. They'd be quite, how, I mean, you know England certainly better than, the, or the UK better than I know, uh, Scott. Greenwich to Gravesend, what sort of distance would that be? Well, Greenwich is London, isn't it? It's yeah. just middle of London, Gravesend, sort of down Kent way. So, so it's, it's not that down, far. So it's racing down the Thames, isn't it? Just Thames Estuary. Yeah, Forgive my, you know, round the, round the I teach corner. a lot of things. Geography's not one of them, but, you know, if, if I'm wrong. Yeah. How long are yacht races normally? I don't even know. Is it a long way? Well, it is, is it a long way. Is it a sprint is it, or a what marathon? Is, what is a yacht? You know, what size are we talking? Because you can do the wee. <laughs> oh, I saw Charlie Bell Strong this morning, actually. I need to catch up with you, Charlie. I, um, I'm sure you're listening. I need um, to catch up with you. I've, but, uh, uh, I mean, he, he obviously races around those little, not I don't know what they're called, but the little lasers. laser ones. Yeah, the laser ones. And then you've got the big bad boys who do the uh, the America's Cup. Well, they, 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 they absolutely go for it, those fellas, don't they? And the, um, and the, well, the catamarans and there's this hulls and they come out of the, the hulls they come out of the, out of the water. But what about around the world yacht race? It's pretty long. Yeah. Certainly certainly longer from Greenwich than yeah. to Graves End. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, so that was in 1661. In 1903 was the first baseball World Series game ever played between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Boston Americans, and it was 7-3 to three Just to, to go the back Pirates. to that first one in Gravesend, do you think that was rigged? Probably. Because... What, you he, think Ch- what? King Charles was never going to lose to his brother? Well, yeah, Duke of York. Can, can you beat the king? Have you seen... You must have seen that advert, and this doesn't count as a movie quote, you must have seen that Guinness advert from back in the day where... Um, it's like goes to some town in Italy and it's got this guy talking and he's like every year we have a, a race and it's his about his brother my brother's a legend he went to the the Olympics in like 56 or something and I think he finished fourth in the the 200 freestyle or something and he's an absolute legend in his hometown and they um, every year he has a race where he basically swims and then he gets to a marker and he has 119.5 seconds to get to the bar, like swimming, and the whole town are out going mad for it, because um, that's how long yeah. that's how long it takes to pull the perfect pint of Guinness, and um, and then right at the end he's like, well, you know, I'm getting old. One day I'll lose, and the brother's like, don't worry, mate, you'll never lose, and he like shows him looking through <laughs> the uh, the what do you call it when you look through the the sit the glass, not the periscopes, that's in the submarine. What do you call it? A the yeah, viewing I, thing. What do you call it? I don't know. You know, like well, the, yeah, pi- pi- like the pirate, the pirate, like, like, yeah, the pirate but, thing. But the, with the one, not the, the but not clear. It's the um, the oh, people listening are going to be going. You can't believe you guys don't know this. Idiots. This is why we talk about sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So he's looking through this. Telescope. Tele- telescope. No, is that telescope? Telescope. Yeah, but that's for like stars and stuff. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> Google that. But Google it what quickly. What the pirates use? That's your job, Anton. That's why you're here. You got to Google that. What the pirates use to see stuff What's it far called? away? Okay. What the pirates use to see far away? It's called a spyglass. A telescopic that you can hold your hand is called a spyglass. 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 Yeah. Good, good preparation, lads. Anyway, back. To, I digress. Back to my story. She's basically looking through it right at the end. Through, through like, the spyglass. The spyglass. Yeah, not the telescope. And um, he, he man's like, oh, one day I'll lose. I'm getting old. And he goes, nah, don't worry, you. You'll never lose. And but he. He's the one that starts the clock when he goes past the marker <laughs> and he basically shows him looking through and like lets him get ahead and then obviously starts it again. Great yeah. advert. I'll put it on our social media this evening. Uh, absolute belter. Mm. I wonder why be- pirates always say land ho. Land ho. Do you know what that is? Because you can see land. Yeah. I don't know what the ho's for. What's ho? <laughs> I'm not sure. There's, there's a lot of cool like terms, isn't there, in for seamen, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> People who work on ships and stuff like that, some good terminologies, isn't there? Why is it called port and starboard? I don't know. That's good pub quiz knowledge. Google that. Why is it called you're, port and starboard? This is like... This is like... Joe Rogan. Yeah, this is Joe Rogan. Anton, pull that up. Pull up a dirt. Pull that. What's that? What is that about? So who would win a... You know you're going to pull it up now. Anyway. Who's the best sportsman, whilst we're on the King and the Duke, who's the best sportsman... Do you think between William and um, his brother Archie, who's the other fellow, Harry? Who reckon, who reckon would win in a, Who'd be the better sportsman? That's a good question. They're known for their um, yeah, even um, polo. Even uh, William's Kate, a big bloke, though, isn't he? Kate's also quite active as well. She's William's she's like the, a, how, how tall's Prince uh, Prince William? He's, he's, he's big enough, like he's big frame on him. Yeah, he's. He's, he's taller, I think. He'd, he'd, he'd have Do you reckon Harry. they're he'd allowed to fight? Do you reckon no, they really, fought when they were had... younger? Bit of bagarre. Yeah. 191. Yeah, I told is. you. God, what a give to be 191. Yeah. No, but um, was it Kate is the ambassador for England rugby as well? She's come down and done some training. Is she, or is she not the... 
Oh no, it was Princess Anne, isn't it, for Scotland, isn't yeah. it, or something like that? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, so fun. they reckon that Harry was a slightly better sportsman than William, but William would always nail him in a um, arm wrestle. He's older, isn't he? He's older, but yeah. more physical. Oh, it's, it's all, but it's but he's got a longer, longer lever. Yeah. You're an arm wrestler? No, I'm terrible. I think I've out of, the, out of the three brothers, who's the um, probably Michael? Actually, he goes to the gym. Well, he used to at least. I don't know about now, but um, he goes to the gym a lot. So he'd probably probably uh, find the strength. Yeah. All right, let's come back on to 1903. First baseball World Series game ever played. Pittsburgh Pirates beat Boston Americans 7-3 at Huntington Avenue. Why on earth do they call it the World Series? Let's not get into that. It's the same in basketball. 1924, <laughs> finished distance runner Pavo Nurmi runs a world record four miles in 19 minutes, 15.4 seconds, and a five mile in 24 minutes and six seconds. Do you reckon that's the same race? Do you reckon he just ran a five mile, but they clocked him at the four mile? 1924. I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. Back, don't, don't let you do that, do they? Backed it up again. That's like when the you're flying thin. He was. It's like when you do the if you watch ten thousand meters or the five thousand meters, you'll get yeah. guys who will go out as pace setters, pace try setters. and push the pace up, and then don't yeah. finish it. And it's like saying, "Oh yeah, well your eight hundred meter pace was good for fifteen. You know, was a world record pace for fifteen hundred meters, but that doesn't mean you you didn't finish the race, did we you?" We frequently talk about the flying. Thing. <clears throat> It'd be interesting to know a little bit more and, and, and spend a bit more time studying this guy because he comes up. As say frequently in a you're a stalker, mate. You're a stalker. Mm. A thriller, a thriller in Manila. Muhammad Ali stops Joe Fraser in 14 rounds. You don't see boxing matches go on for that long, do you anymore? No. Yeah. It's always. It, I wonder, wonder why. I don't know. I think me and my, me and my flatmates boxed for about 30 seconds. I was already knackered. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how you yeah, go 14 you're rounds. Yeah, you're stuffed. I remember Joey Waru coming round home on a Friday night. We, you know few beer crates around to make a ring in the back garden and uh, <laughs> yeah old Joey Worry the master of disaster he always let out this big burp and then <laughs> and just stunk the ring out <laughs> no one wanted to and, go uh, in no one, yeah no Brad Gallon he got he got right old pummeled ended up in the back garden my dad had to go and fetch him out no one the master of disaster Joey Worry no 1977 uh, Brazilian soccer legend Pele played his final game for the New York Cosmos in an exhibition exhibition match uh, in New York um, at Giant Stadium in front of 75,000 people uh, he finished up with 1,281 goals in 1,363 games some, what an absolute legend strike record um, another one here Australian cricket batsman David Boone scores 114 during the one-wicket first test defeat to Pakistan in Karachi, his 19th test century. Any good cricket stories you can think of? The Aussies are gold for it, aren't they? Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't got any good cricket stories, no. I mean, I've never been to a cricket game. I want to go. My flatmate's a massive cricket fan. You're missing out, my friend. Yeah, you they want look to get good. They look down. good. It just Someone looks gets like married, a, we should do a stag deal yeah, or something. Yeah, it just looks to... like a piss-up for, you know, the whole day. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I think, um, I swear I've seen the, you know, the like avocado outfits with the, the men with the massive beer bellies as the like the middle of avocado. Yeah. Amazing. You're I, all I, over I, I want to get, get one of those. <laughs> You're all of that. That's fancy dress sort of for Halloween. <laughs> I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, but it's um, the Great Ashes moment number 14 when David Boone drank 52 cans of beer on the way to England. That's from Sydney to Heathrow in 19, That's a big shift. In 1989. Wait, that's not proper. That's not. You know, cans, cans. Nah. That's we There's airport no cans, isn't it? 
<laughs> you, the cheek and the confidence to to to, yeah, to diss Booney like that. Yeah. I mean, the greatest Tasmanian I'm, devil I'm of not, all, all well, time. Well, that's what, like, if it's half litres, that's 25 litres of beer. He scored 21, it go? 21 test hundreds, including seven against England. Now, he always refused to talk about those 52 cans of beer. Um, and what? he broke a record set of 44 by Doug Walters and Rod Marsh on earlier tours. So, yeah, I think it's... I think it's pretty, pretty evident. He also said that his reports were a, a, a fairy tale, Hans Christian Andersen style, um, but uh, certainly not the way Jeff Lawson and Dean Jones remember it. They remember it very clear. No, they don't, but I believe they had to carry him off, um, yeah, off the off the plane. Sounds <laughs> like me day. last night. <laughs> Sounds like you last night. You're celebrating a rugby a rugby victory. We might come on to that later in um, in in the show. There's one here in 20, which was last year, was that stampede in, in Indonesia about the soccer stadium that killed that killed over 130 um, people. Do you think there's still, I mean, it's unfortunately it's one of those things where until there is an incident like that, I mean, the infamous one here is the, obviously the Hillsborough disaster quite a while back now, but do, um, you know, out in those countries, do they have to conform to such a... Um, well, you'd like to think that to a, to a global standard, you'd like to think yeah. they do, but do they? We, we don't know who's signing who's signing some of this stuff off. But, I mean, that that's an absolute tragedy. 131 people killed in a stadium only this time last year or today. On, on it's mad that sort of thing. It's absolute mad. And, and how can we... F- how can we forget? Are we blinded by the news that we get? We're still remembering Hillsborough, yeah. you, you know, and it's 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 wrong to say throw in your face. It's out there all the time, isn't it? We remember it very very clearly. Well, because it's I think it was on the news last week again. Um, but this is this is this is absolute um, tragedy that only happened a year ago. And it's almost like it's been blown over. Yeah. Is it because it's not? It's like it's you not, say, it's, it's, it's not close to home. The problem with these things is that you got to wait for something to happen before people start, you know... Making changes making and stuff changes, like that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Scotty Pippen. Okay, this is amazing. In a blockbuster NBA trade on this day in 1999, he was playing for... We would always say that, no, I'm playing for the Chicago Bulls. But he was playing for the Houston Rockets, and um, they moved him to the Portland Trailblade... Uh, the, Portland Trailblazers and a blockbuster NBA trade for Kelvin Cato, Stacey Augman, Walt Williams, Carlos Rogers, Ed Gray, and Brian Shaw. So that's one, two, three, four, five. That's six six players for Scotty Pippen. I think it's. I think that's one of the things I like about American sport is how business orientated it is, and it's. I've had a good chat with um, with Gav Love, who obviously you know coaches up in in Ettlebrook, and you talk about, yeah, sometimes you just got to cut boys, and it is as ruthless as that. It's like, yeah, mate, got to let you go. Um, Here's such and such his number. (laughs) Give him a call. He's a good guy. Um, You know, it's a it's a business. It's pretty pretty ruthless. I mean, you only watch Moneyball to see how. Yeah. How, uh, you've you've how mentioned that it before. Is. That's one that I've got a, a Moneyball. Catch. A Moneyball it's did. a good show. Anton, have you have you watched it? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I think good, great, um, great show. Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Very good. Jonah Hill's in it as well. But yeah, worth time. Time well spent, Uncle Pete. But yeah. here, let's kick things off. Um, what about we'll get, big we'll, birthday to the big man? Who's that? Sir Peter Blake. Who's he? What do you mean? Who's he? <laughs> 1948 to 2001. Actually, he, he got um, he got shot on the Amazon on uh, on the Amazon River. Uh, Amazon River. Yeah, you would um, New Zealand yachtsman, whipbred round the world shot, race winner. Shot by what? Pirates. For real. For real, mate. Mm-hmm. He really lit up New Zealand with the America's Cup. 
When you, it's the second it, time we've discussed pirates this evening. <laughs> 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 let's let's, let's talk pirates. What do you call? I mean, you guess you call them pirates. They, you know, they held you. You call them pirates in uh, what Somalia, or something. They shoot them with a musket. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But here's a question for you, right? Pirates, do you have to be a pirate to be on the sea? What? <laughs> you know, because obviously they're well, they're a, a law unto themselves, aren't they? They don't, they don't follow the well. They stick to the code, you know. <laughs> when, when you say. think, of, when you think of sailor, who do you think? It's ben Ainsley, probably. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, pirate as well. Um, Mate, he's one of the ben, world's ben, most, ben Ainsley. Ben Ainsley. Well, ben's well, Ainsley. Yeah. Peter, Sir Peter Blake is significantly more famous as a bigger name okay, in, in okay. world, world yachting. He's arguably <laughs> the world's most famous uh, sailor. But yeah, he was 50, 53 well, year, Fair play. Well, I'm just looking at his stats. He won the, won, obviously, the America's Cup and the Round the World race a fair few times. So there you but go. These pirates were actually wearing motorcycle helmets when they killed him. Yeah, but... A, I gang, you, just, a gang, you know, like a, a, yeah, gang, just, a, a Brazilian... Just, I think it's Brazil. yeah, Brazilian game. Cartel or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but just to go back to my original question, like, like, what is the definition of a pirate? Because do you have to be on the sea to be a pirate? Well, I'm guessing so. Like, because yeah. surely you could be, if you're the same, I don't know, if you break the law. And you're called a criminal. Yeah. It's exactly. a person. Would you rather be a criminal or a pirate? A pirate. You know? <laughs> According to dictionary.com, it's a person who attacks and robs ships at sea. It's a pirate. Pretty simple, really. Okay. There you go. Would Stick you, to the code. See, what if the ship is on land? Oh, yeah, if it's so, dry docked or something. Does yeah. that make you a robber? <laughs> how how deep, deep does the water go? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, be. maybe that makes you a buccaneer or a raider. <laughs> or a wobber. Yeah, a wobber. Or something like that. <laughs> um, right, I guess we'll... Uh, let's just get into the rugby and just get it done, mate. How good were the ABs on... Um, I said, didn't I, they, they, they need to make a statement, and crack, I think they might have done. Cracks me up, everyone poking the bear. Like, I mean... Yeah. You'd need to have New Zealand really on a bad day, and unfortunately for Italy, New Zealand had a good day. It was like a run through at times, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like training. Run. Um, you know, I, I, do you know what scares me most? Do you know what scares me most about way New Zealand are playing at the moment? Bowden Barrett is just ticking over, mate. I just, I think there's, you know, I wait till he starts tearing up, mate, because when he starts tearing up, that's that's. The I was worry. actually thinking of it. He looks like he's still in third gear. Mm-hmm. He's so quick, mate. He's so quick. Yeah, but he's lost his wheels now, mate. Yeah. He's not. He's not as quick as what he was. It's, um, it's weird that he well, he played ten most of his career, and now he's slowed down, and now he's playing fullback. I think he, normally goes the other way, doesn't it? You sort yeah. of move into the. Um, <clears throat> that's the thing. Like you see what like Damon McKenzie does when he comes on. You're thinking like, can you play him. Mate, his lid is something else, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got his head is too big for his body. That's what <laughs> it's it is just a well. polished haircut as well, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> Absolutely no, polished. But, um, no, they were so, they were definitely think, s- solid A eh, on on Friday. I think what happened as well is that Italy they've probably come out there. It's obviously a must win game for them, and the, the game plan was probably we need to bully the All Blacks, right? We need to score first. We need to set the you know the president early, and if you concede two three tries in the first ten minutes, your your plan A is completely out the window, and then you know it's it's how quickly can you get to plan B before the All Blacks put forty points on you. It was. Um, I don't know if it was actually what the All Blacks wanted. To be honest with you, I think well, they, I think they wanted to. But you know, so they, they did Italy it, win a line out or win a scrum? They lost everything. They lost yeah. all the collisions. They lost. I said um, I nice. saw them with a few of the rugby guys up at uh, the pitch um, that's yesterday, that's nice, that's nice. and um, you know how like maybe once a game you're lucky if you get one of those line out moves to work and score off first phase, like the peel round the front or peel back round the, the inside to the hooker or inside ball to the winger. 
I think the All Blacks managed to score about four times off line what, what I'd be interested yeah. to know is, having played with plenty of people, is your some players are capable of uh, implementing something during a game when they're tired, and some players are not. You know, there's a there's a thought process. Um, and an example I use is my, when we beat Sweden years ago, we had a scrum about. We actually we won the game off this, and we're like, um, we've we've got a scrum probably fifteen out, and you know maybe fifteen meters of space, not a lot of space, um, and I they change their six, so they bring on a guy who's fresh, stick him at six, and then Barres just looks at me and is like, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll go at this boy here because he'll be off the pace, and he was he got glued to the scrum, and we were on the short side and scored, but what's really interesting is when you go into those lineouts. Who's walking up going, right, well, they're going to think we're going to maul here, so what, we're going to run? You know, they obviously have a call for this where they're going to change the change the point of attack. Whereas more often than not, what happens is if you kick to the corner, what do you expect the opposition to do? To maul. To maul. And, you know, so you're just going to hit it as hard as possible. So it's like, you know, sort of catching them off guard. It's like a restart. It's my pet hate to just kick restarts off. Because all every team ever does is those big fancy ones where they lift the second rows. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why don't you do something where you put them out of their comfort zone? James, when James used to coach us, yeah, he used to religiously say, "Well, we'll always kick um, long, um, long left." Yeah. Irrespective of where their forwards line up, because we know that this guy's a left-footed kicker. So like that's a long raking kick, which if he doesn't hit touch, he's going to miss touch and then you can move the ball. But if he's right footed, he's got no angle. So you're going to make territory yeah. straight away. So you know how there's like a thought process yeah. into that. But I know there's there's been quite a lot in the box. They have the signals up in the up in the box, yeah. don't they, with the, the manager, big light yeah. and stuff like that. And nobody really knows what, I don't know. There's not really been said what's going on there. I think they but, say but they did it for injury. I but, think it's, so basically if it's, um, it's so that they can basically say, is the player able to play on or is he injured? Do we need to take him off? Okay. And they're just communicating that. Oh, way. okay. Because I know Razzy Erasmus, before he got involved with the Springboks, um, who was he coaching? One of the uh, Super Rugby teams. Who won it? I don't want to say, it wasn't the Bulls, it was one of the lower key ones. Sharks. Or the uh, no. Who else would have been lower than that? The Lions. I think oh, the Golden Lions. Lions won it years ago. And he had a system where basically on top of the stadium, they had like lighting. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Lighting, basically codes. So when, you know, if a, if a green light came up, that meant we were going to attack wide off here because of how they were standing. So you're sort of removing that decision-making element from yeah. the players. I think, uh, personally, I find that very interesting that the All Blacks can go for 60, 70 minutes and still, you know, who makes that decision to call that at the line yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you, I assume the the players usually run run out on, on on the pitch, but then it's the coaches probably. If there's a three points on offer, yeah, the coach might be saying to the water boy, you know, get the tee on because as soon as the tee's on, then they've got to take the three points. So sometimes, but then I've always I've always thought that the players should be making the decision because you you see stuff and you feel like if you've got a man up and and even though you're in front of the post and you've got a penalty, you know that you know if last scrum was good the scrum before that was good if we take another scrum now we could get another push on and, and get a try and you can't really feel that up in if you're in the box in yeah the box, so i mean rugby's a funny one because it is very oh well we've got a penalty and we're down by eight so we'll kick by the kick to the corner 
And it's yeah. like, well, why not embrace the chaos and, and tap and go? Yeah. Because well, they're doing that more, aren't they? Exactly. And yeah, if it's done effectively, it's really hard. Aaron Smith's very good at it. Um, and have you seen what New Zealand do now where they run off 10? So 10, they'll hit the pod and then the front runner will drop out the back and then it goes straight into the crossfield kick. Yeah. How many times have they scored off that? It's like absolutely brilliant. Because Are they bringing their outside defence? Well, that's what you that's do a, because like- as soon as you go, as soon as you put in the second pass, the winger will come up because they're afraid you're going to try and stretch them. And if the if your open side winger is obviously, well, he's, he knows it's coming. So all he does is stays out of eye shot, bang. And then what happens is the guy rushes in and goes, our oh, balls. Um, I'm, uh, if if this if this kicks on the money, you know, then it's it's going to be a try. Well, like, Will, so. Will Jordan's first try of the game against Italy was absolute. It was exactly blind. that. It was exactly, exactly that. Exactly, exactly that, that. that. Watch it because the winger comes up as he should. Yeah. Because and what Bowden Barrett's probably looking for, he's good enough to watch and think if the winger jams in, I'll dink it over. If he sits off, then we'll go bang bang, go another pass and and get round that's, round that's them on the edge. Why, you know, it's one of the reasons he's in the team. Just because you know, even if he's not probably quick well, enough. Who to put play. the was it Geordie that put the kick in? Well, that's thing. Both them can. Both them can. They can all kick. Even Anton Lennart Bowne, he's a good kicker yeah. of the good kicker of the ball yeah. as well, isn't he? Yeah. But um, let's not just focus on them. Obviously, Argentina had a fairly convincing win Steve. over Chile. Um, I guess the big one was Georgia. I mean, Georgia were nine 0 up for fifty five minutes. Then Fiji come to the party, score one, score another, then get the penalty. But then. Georgia take the shot to get the losing bonus point. They could have bloody won it last player. Did you watch it? Last play of the game. No. They basically the the kick the guy that who kicked it, yeah, they they Fiji kick deep, they run it, they then they come back this way, get round them. Winger uh, the the scrum half gets away, sort of puts in a speculative, you know, chip which could have bounced anywhere, and then the guy yeah. guy kicks it dead and that's the end so of the Fiji game. Fiji will, will will likely finish second in the pool. I mean, is it game yeah. being played now? Australia, Portugal, twenty. It's confirmed. No, I think it's they oh no, don't they need do Fiji need one last bonus point from their from their last game. Oh no, uh, it, well, it doesn't so matter because if they finish in the same position and on the same points then it's head to head, isn't it? Should be all okay. Um so Austra- yeah, so Australia playing Portugal now, which will be the Australia's fourth game. Yeah. And then that that done, I think. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not going to get Basically Fiji need to lose against who is it they've got next? Portugal. Yeah. Which is well, not going to happen another, really. Or, or pick up. They need to pick up at least a bon- just four try bonus point, and they'll yeah. go through. That's all yeah. they so need. So Fiji through. So who will they have in the England? Uh, in England the semis. Angleterre probably. Would England be scared of Fiji based on that Fiji result on the weekend? It's, it's hard so. to read it. Not hard scared, to read, isn't it? Because, 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 because they, well, they beat them recently, but then you know if they're struggling to beat Georgia, it's sort of mm. you know. But to be fair, Fiji have been really good though. And that's the thing, they're doing a lot of like the boring stuff really well now. Like everyone knows they can offload, they can bump you off, they can step you. But we haven't talked about this, but what sort of training load were England in around the time that they were playing their warm up games? Now, the World Cup's a a damn long tournament, right? So you've got all those, I think you've had five. England might have played five warm up games before before that. So I'm assuming the training load was, was pretty high with the assumption. Yeah, with the assumption to be on well, form I, for the World Cup. I, I, I don't, well, they listen. They 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 played. They masterminded Argentina. They made them look silly. Yeah, but how good were Argentina? That's the question. Because it's not. But, but still, I mean, you've still got to play what's in front of you at the end of the day. 
And yeah, I think England agreed. made them look bad as well. Yeah, I, th- like, I think so too. When you're down to down to 14 men, I think that's one thing with England that we've got the players. You know, not probably the best in the world, but we've got good players, right? Playing in one of the best leagues in in the world. It's just I'm not sure about the game plan at the minute. And like you say, the best England have looked is when the game plan has been sort of ripped up. Like when we go down to 14 men against Ireland, we look better than when we had 15 when we went to 14 men against Argentina we looked better than when we had 15 um when we were down 25 points against the All Blacks you know the game plan gets ripped up when you're 25 points down you don't yeah. you don't really listen to you know what so um it's, it seems to me at the minute that England look better when they're not following the game plan and also what I'm worried about is why is it we're playing completely different rugby against Chile than we do against Argentina and Japan. I think you can. I think you but can you play. You can, but the, the thing is, why are we not trying to play <laughs> that positive rugby against Argentina or against Japan? Is why that, is it only we go, oh, look, it's Chile, we can do... We, they didn't kick for the first half against Chile. The only time they kicked was when we received the ball off kickoff, one phase, and then the nine kicked it. Apart from that, there was no kicking every time we're in there, 22. There was no silly grubber kicks. It was just play, play, play. We are even playing out of the 22... Um, against uh, Chile. I mean, it's, mi- it's minimal minimal risk at the end of the day. Yeah, That's sure. what teams do. Yeah. They kick the ball, you know, chase, we can put the pressure on. Interesting, you know, it's funny you hear them rave about chucking the ball around against Chile, scoring some good tries. Yes, you did that, you know, but Japan, mate, if J- Japan played well, like, and they they have a real creative way to try and play, but, you know, England were obviously too good for them. But, you know, on another day, some of that stuff starts sticking and it's, it's all well and good staying in a game with this, um, very pragmatic way of playing but you know you talk about oh well we've got Mar- someone like Marcus Smith to come on off the bench and, mate you could be the best game breaker in the world but if your game plan doesn't allow you yeah. to play that way then what's mm-hmm. the why don't you just have like for like on the bench or what, why don't even have a bench or do what mm-hmm. the box do and go with seven yeah. forwards on the bench yeah. at the minute they're just playing such negative rugby as well like I mean I fully understand. It's risk adverse. I, it's risk I, adverse I, I, rugby. I fully understand the the game plan to kick a lot. Best teams in the world kick a lot. France kick a lot. South Ireland, Africa, Ireland, Ireland kick, kick a, lot. a lot. Right, but they kick well. I look back at our, um, the Japan game and the amount of times we're kicking the ball away and there's no chase or we're, we're going into their 22 and we put a grubber in that no one's going to get to. It's like throwing away possession for nothing. Whereas kicking, you can use kicking really well. Right, gain territory, you know, um, attacking kicks fine. Like what the, we just said, the All Blacks do. They, they, well, they did that particularly on yeah. Friday night. They were chipping they, you know, little ones over yeah, the top, exactly, but they were always right? contesting. There's, right? there's nothing wrong with kicking, but you've got to do it right and in the right parts of the field and at the right not, time. Not yeah. when you're under pressure. Not that, when you're under pressure. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, you can and, create create pressure by by kicking, obviously, can't you? Yeah. But uh, so that that mean that would that looks it looks well it looks likely that Argentina and Wales will play in the other quarter final. Wales should win that. Big ding dong. Yeah, you go Wales been written off. I rip Wales off to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, because well, they had their <laughs> new coach. They had what four of their star players drop out. Six nations. They were pants. Yeah. Big big one tonight is um, the boxer playing Tonga. Yeah, but they'll win that. Yeah, comfortably. I don't think there's any. Um, and then you got so Scotland obviously pumped Romania eighty four nil. Thanks for coming. We also had women's internationals on this weekend as well. We had Wales comfortably get through against USA, 38-18. to 18. England beat Canada in the uh, second of their test matches, 29-12. to 12. And then Scotland also got through the... Uh, oh, sorry, got over the line against Spain, 36 points to five. Uh, right, last bit of rugby. Um, 
Mate, the old domestic game in England is in a bad way at the yeah. moment. You've got more... Jersey Reds yeah. won the championship last year. Gone into administration. Yeah. The Jersey Reds being mm-hmm. from Jersey. Yeah. Here's an interesting one uh, for you. Do you know how much a championship club gets funding-wise from the RFU every year? Not enough. What it, how much do you reckon it is? It's, you're right, it's not enough. No idea, mate. No idea. 150k. Peanuts. Do you know what the CEO of the English Rugby Football Union earns a year? Please don't tell me that's... That it's up 400, 300, Please don't tell me that. It's like 300 grand. Is that your final answer? Yeah. What about you going for? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go the same. 300. Six. No. 600. 600 bags. Bollocks. It is. That's outrageous. 600 grand. This is why I wrote my diss on this. Yeah. Literally. Really? <laughs> Bro, he's laughing, isn't he? Doing what? He's doing a shit job as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what? That's that's what four four English clubs. Who is it? I can't remember his name. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Wait, big statement. I wrote about him in my dish. He, um, CEO of the RFU. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Right. Bill, Bill Sweeney. Bill Sweeney. Yeah. 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 yeah common common name. We all. How about that? Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, that's enough about rugby. But that's, look, at, I don't know what's um what's Mark Robert, uh, Robertson from New Zealand rugby. He made the biggest call ever. What if New Zealand go on all the way? Oh, I just feel so. so I, I feel so sorry for Fozzie. Oh, he didn't care, oh. mate. What Fozzie doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, he's just quite happy to be eating his meat and spuds on a, on a weeknight. After like he's game, just yeah. he's just a solid. A, go back to the wire up, you know. He's not from the wire. He's from, <laughs> he's, he's from the wire too, mate. <laughs> um, right. Enough about rugby. Uh, Ryder Cup, lads. Well. Brought it home, didn't they? Yeah, absolute brilliant. They lead sixteen and a half to eleven and a half. With um, it was I think Tommy, uh, yeah, Tommy Fleetwood got the winning points to go through. What is amazing is the emotion afterwards. I'm not sure if you saw any of it, but the, the, like there was not one European lad not crying. What it meant to them is that because it's just such an individual sport that we don't see. You know, like we don't. Yeah, but. It's, Yes, it's so individual. We don't see golf players playing in a team. So yeah. when they do play in a team, do they play university? I'm guessing in university they play in, in You in might teams have team, team events every now and again, but I think it's a but, different... But, but the importance of it or what it means to the players, I mean, I don't... Well, that's the thing. Like, when you're in a team environment, you're always trying to do your best for the, the other people in your team, aren't you? So there's, you know... But I just think they also enjoy that, like yeah, no, that, that's other what I mean. people around the support, having the captain, yeah. having a leader, yeah. all you know, on on one one mission as a as yeah. of a team. For me, it's it was amazing, amazing to see. I mean, it wasn't not one of them that didn't shed a tear. When uh, anyway, you know, obviously not the the biggest follower of golf. You know, credit to the uh, the the Europeans for 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 winning, but I do want to. What happened with McElroy? Because I saw a little flash up with that. What actually happened? Uh, some sort of incident with someone's caddy was there, or did you hear about this? Or oh, I think didn't he? Wasn't he waving a a, a, a cat or something? Or it was in a line of shade or something? But I don't know. Just it wasn't even handbags. I think it was, let's say, emotion yeah. more than anything. You know. Just, 
you're stepping on my line, or I, 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 honestly, yeah. I don't know. I did see, I did see. I feel like golf. I, I kind of passed over there. Golf's one of them sports. There's probably a lot of um, etiquette involved. So uh, apparently, what happened was the uh, the Norish Irish Northern Irishman confronted Patrick uh, Cantley's caddy on the 18th green and was later ushered away uh, by Shane Lowry. But what happened was the caddy has celebrated um, Cantley's 30 foot birdie putt as you would. But he was waving his hat in the air, which affected McElroy's line, you know, when they're lining up the putt or something. So you can talk about, um, yeah, talk about etiquette, but, you know, it's, it goes, go, it goes around in circles. Huh? Have you seen this? With um, Victor Hovland, was, whether he was left out during celebrations with the Ryder Cup team, where every other player is kissing their other half, but Victor Hovland, he's with... Um, yeah, I think he's with obviously the the, the captain. Well, not captain, Jose Maria Olafabo. Yeah, I mean, a bit bizarre. Is that is that a is that a thing that they do? It's a bit. You seen it? It's a strange game of soldiers. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? just happy lads. Leave them alone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, they're all they're all happily loved up. Well, fair play to the European team, but they will be. Well, I'd say they'd be through more than their first. Um, First class right now. Yeah. What about boxing? Money, I see Fury signed the deal apparently to go at Usek. Could happen before Christmas. Is boxing on a bit of a downer with all these mugs fighting at the moment? I mean, if you ask boxing fans, I'd say they're probably not happy about it. But, I mean, for someone who doesn't watch, what didn't watch boxing, I the only reason I would have watched boxing now is because, like, people, like, influence I, I know... A boxing now, so what like Jake Paul? Is, well, are, you, are you a Jake Paul follower? No, I mean that's the thing. You you see them, you see them on Instagram, you see them on 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 your social media. So. Who are you following? It's <laughs> what, is it? Pass me your phone. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like any chance for me to watch someone punching Jake Paul's face is you yeah. know if it's exciting yeah. to watch. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, it's probably brought new boxing fans probably not very hardcore boxing fans but it is probably not great for the the sport 12 months ago we would have said boxing's in quite a good place wouldn't we yeah and then 12 months on it's not really yeah. it's, it's yeah no, it's, no one's really no one's fighting one yeah. one no one's it's it's sort of you know it's there's just so much of it happening you know and even when you think about the UFC and stuff like that it's like these guys are all they're, it's like they're fighting every weekend it's you know I think it's gen. I think in in general, I think there's too much sport on because ultimately, you know. So they're all fighting for the buck, exactly. Which is why they, which is why they fight in Saudi Arabia. Maybe they're holding it off to try and get yeah. more 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 ka-ching. Well, We 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 spoke about it before after the cricket World Cup. Did England who won it? England, I can't remember. Whoever won, I'm pretty sure. Whoever won the find out who won the cricket World Cup last year, um, and whoever won it. It was, but it was held out in Australia, and whoever had, they'd played the final of the World Cup um, out in Oz, and then five days later, England were playing a one dayer. Th- yeah, that's and it's but, like you know, it's it, it's a bit different, you know. If you're I think if you're obviously we all follow our own sports, of course you do, but I think you would go and watch watch more sport, wouldn't you? If it was a little bit more, I guess is the word exclusive, you know. If yeah. it was a if it was harder to 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 get to watch your your team, do you, do you, what what cricket match was, was that? Who won the World Cup? I thought you were looking it up for me there. Dead on, mate. Thanks. No, 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 no. I was, I was lo- looking up the Tyson uh, Usyk fight. 
it's a sign it's going to take place in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. They haven't. I mean, this it, it could be on and off. Target date is twenty three December. There we go. Although the fight could be pushed back to early next year, I bet that the fight doesn't happen this year. Why? Because of money. Probably because they're both on gear anyway, so they need to get clean. <laughs> get, get out of this. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously they have to prepare for these fights and they they go into camp for weeks and stuff. But I just find like like you say, there's just at least in boxing you don't have like a fight every you know big fight every weekend. I don't know. I don't really follow boxing, but like these big fights, they only happen you know months there's no, apart. There's no, there's no. You, you talk about like for all the flack that someone like Conor McGregor takes, and he's a you know he's a character in himself, but he he sells he sells yeah. it. And if like if he was as an outsider. You would go if you you would sit up and watch the UFC if he was fighting. Whereas now there's everyone's trying to copy this whole. It's like you know the whole Muhammad Ali thing. You know he was a draw because he was oh he was amazing out. Obviously he was amazing in the ring, but the way he he would get on and and the one liners and stuff like that was yeah. was completely different. You know Fury's what, got that though as well. No Fury's yeah. got, got got a bit of chat. That's why oh, he's got a lot of chat. That's why he's probably the most famous boxer at the minute. Yeah, where someone like. Joshua, Joshua was probably you could argue a bit boring. Yeah, yeah. You got to have yeah, you got to have something about you which makes you makes from you an stand athlete out. point of view look, certainly wasn't and, boring. And also, when 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 yeah. you compare it to other sports, you look like tennis. You know, would someone like Nick Kyrgios have the profile that he has in tennis without all the the yeah. the, the, the other stuff that that comes with him as uh, as well? Nick Cummins used to play rugby for Australia. Was you know, it, yeah. but he became a, a sensation yeah. off the back of uh, you know doing the interviews and the and the yeah. and again the one still making and stuff a li- like still that. making a living because of it as yeah, well yeah yeah hundred percent hundred percent Danny yeah. Morrison there's a few others in cricket there was Danny Morrison was, a, was, was in commentary was also a, a funny guy who uh, yeah. I mean that's the thing sports what entertainment business isn't it so if the if you've not got characters. You know, in the sport, then you know, no one's really going to. Sorry, watch you. Boring, I brought you back to boxing. What was the other question you you, you asked just before that? About the cricket world cup. Cricket I'm talking world about cup. I, the, the only reason I was trying to relate it to was it T20. I can't remember, but the point was these guys had just played the world cup final. Can you imagine, right? Whoever gets to the world cup final in uh, in the rugby world cup, can you imagine them playing the weekend afterwards in a friendly match? No chance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they've almost sent that, s- sending out another team, right? So it's not. I mean, maybe one or two players might play. It's yeah, not exactly. But still, it's like you know, sort of less. Less is almost uh, is more. You That's know? right. It was a tw- uh, you're you're thinking of the T uh, Twenty in in England, which was in Melbourne, and it was England versus Pakistan. Was it? Yeah, in the final. But yeah, yeah but but whatever it was, anyway, they were playing five days later, and it's. Yeah. You know what's the, what's the you haven't don't get me wrong you know you need to obviously try and generate as much revenue as possible. You had Copy on here, he would have answered that straight away, mate. He would have he would have been known that lightning. one. Lightning. Um, as always, we've got our favourite football analyst, Mr. Anthony Perez from Let's First News, is going to join us and bring us up to speed. Anthony, with what do you know about pirates, on? mate? What do you know about pirates? Pir- pirates. Pirates. Yeah. yeah. What do you know? What do you know about pirates? What is a pirate? What is a pirate? <laughs> I don't know. I'm somebody who watches anime, so I'm just going to mention One Piece. I don't know if you have watched uh, the series on Netflix. Not yet. Now, all, all the pirates, maybe, like the, the, the part-time in, in politics in Luxembourg. 
Oh, the pirate party, yeah. The pirates. Pirate yeah. party. So yeah. that is your only. So when you experience. think of a pirate, wait, there, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you've never heard what? What? If, apart from that, what does pirates mean to you? I did like the the people who were on the boats, you know, going over the sea, etc. Exactly. Like the classic. Thing. So, 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 so here's a, here's another question for you: <laughs> If you were a pirate, right, yeah. and you were looking through something. To try and see. This is a tough question. What, we didn't even know what this. the bad, what the bad, what the bad guys were doing. What would you, what would you call it? Like the the, the thing you look through. Oh, I don't know. My my English vocabulary is not. Well, how do you say uh, Luxembourgish? I don't know. I don't even know this. Glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the same as us. We were stuck. I, yeah. I called I, a spyglass. Spyglass. Yeah. Ah, spyglass. In the, in Germany, it's fernglas. Fernglas. There we go. Well done. We, anyway, Anthony, I hope you've got some belters today wah, from the BGL League. What you got for wah, us? I'm not, I'm not, I don't have oh, on oh, the BGL actually, League. Can I, can I just jump in? Have you got anything on this incident that's happened on this football match? I think it was with Diffelange about uh, all the red cards. Red cards? No, but I have another incident. It was in the second league. Good. The dog ran across the pitch. Go on, what you got for us? Let's go. <laughs> Let's start slowly with the women's international team uh, playing against Georgia. Uh, they took them at home and want to take the next W after their 2-0 win over Lithuania. In the end, the game ended with a draw. 1-1 was the score. A good draw, a bad draw, we don't know. But Dan Santos mentioned in an interview that a few years ago the team would have been happy with this result. But now they feel like that they could have actually won the game and get the next three points. But nevertheless, they have now four points out of the first two games of the Nations League. And the second place, second place behind Turkey. Which is... I mean, you'd say they're finding their feet quite well, the women's team, no? Yeah. If, if you, like, compare the development with the men's team, we had we needed years and years and years to develop, like, a professional sure. team. See how, how fast the women's team there is developing, go. you know? It's it's kind of crazy. Um, but also, in the, because of international game, only three games have been played at the first women's league. Hesbronch defeated Defenders with the scoreline of 4-0, and they are showing that they are not only there to do tourism and could be a candidate for the Champions playoffs. Uh, the Entente WMG show no mercy to the opponent as well as they crossed Rospor 6-0, who are not only waiting for their first win this season, but also for their first goal, as they conceded 22 of them. Finally, else surprised Mama, who had to play without their key players Machado, Lance, and especially Amy Thompson. The team in purple defeated the vice champions 3-1 and remained leaders with 9 points after 3 games. Sounds pretty similar to the last season, but hoping they'll do better than one year ago when they had like some 5-6 defeats or draws in a row. Uh, let's move over to the men and our under-17 national team played a friendly game against our neighbours from Belgium and similar to two years ago they made a surprise and actually won the game with the goal in the dying minutes the young Lions managed to win 3-2 the future looks bright for our country talking about football BGL League now we've got BGL League oh, sorry bud no problem bless you <laughs> Gesundheit 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 <laughs> <laughs> well played it <laughs> last Wednesday was the 8th match day of the BGL League and the top game of the evening was a duel between Diffedange and De Jonas Esch did De Jonas manage to beat uh, Diffedange for the first time this season nope the leaders remain unbeaten as they won after three rows 
after three draws in a row with a score of 3-1. Moving on to Mondorf, who made against Mersch the impossible possible. Until additional time, Mersch was leading 2-1 and it looked like they would go to their sixth undefeated game in a row, but it didn't go that way. A converted penalty from Gassama in the 92nd and a winning goal from Neves in the 97th minute made the madness in Mondorf perfect. 3-2 was the score in the end. A shame for Merschua going down the 11th place but still having a pretty good season so far. Let's hope they're gonna, they can keep the level. Hesbron are slowly getting back to the old level as they crushed Monterey surprisingly high 6-0. Dominic Stolz was the man of the day with a hat-trick. And if I ain't wrong, Hesbron are now only feeling for like 3-4 games. So I might, I'm definitely like 2 points behind the first place uh, where Diffenos is. So it's getting pretty well for them. Unlike Dudlosch, for who it's still going bad as they couldn't get over a 1-1 draw in Strassen. And if I ain't wrong, Dudlosch are now winless. Uh, for the last four or five games. Racing sent Pedos in a deeper crisis after their 2-0 win. Pedos is one of the biggest disappointments this season with only two wins out of eight games. Vils and Nilakon share points as the game ended 2-2. Kerjeng celebrate against Schifflosch their first win of the season thanks to Thiel who scored the only goal in this game and four are the new Red Lanterns so are on the last place as they lost to Rosbach 1-0 and Fola quickly need to get points because ahead of them also, yeah, ahead of them they've got like Petosh, uh, Vils who are on the relegation playoffs and teams like this they're obviously gonna point uh, in some games this season and they're gonna leave very quickly the relegation zone so Fola needs points as quickly as possible um, now let's. There's something which gonna cause a discussion round, and was the uh, between uh, the duel between Medanoch and Rimlosh in the second tier, uh, which ended up with a bagarre, not between the players, oh. but between the supporters. Who, who were the t- who were the teams? Oh, Rimlosh, Rimlosh and Medanoch. I think do you know do you know Felipe Campos? Yeah, he was he was talking to me about this on. Thursday night yeah. was, was telling me about this but on, on the game yeah after, after horrific uh, tackle I think it was on the Medanov play about whatever the fans uh, started to argue you know on the players and then some fans argued with each other so it started with a bagar and then the players came like to like you know to to make the tension a bit easier Tranquila, calma. But, but then the players went to the bagar itself and then had a fight with the supporters and uh, was was kind of crazy. And the Rimlaw stated on that Instagram and Facebook that uh, some players were racially uh, insulted. Wow, uh, was was kind of crazy. And uh, now I'm, no, I look, I'm, how you say it, gespannt. Uh, <laughs> Let's see how it's gonna yeah, how it's pan- gonna end. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How, how it's gonna end for oh. the players because and not only players but also from the staff. But Rimlow stated like, yeah, no, the player, no staff member was involved <laughs> in this. And then you see clearly in the video that it was, you know. Yeah. But um, oh, it was Medanov. Anyway. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't, you know, recognized which players it was. But maybe it was only from Medanov, only from Rimlow. Any likelihood of a, a, a ban for <laughs> spectators? That, that that wouldn't surprise me. A ban for. Uh, some players who were like involved in this. Some of the players, some of the spectators as well. Spectators kind of it's kind of difficult, like to see Win. who it was, you know. Yeah. But you know, how we say it, um, fighting is not an option. But you know, if you play a game like ninety minutes long, you're exhausted. You don't have nerves anymore. Then supporters come and they insult you racially. 
it's easy to say like just ignore don't go into it and but then you have your emotions going high and then maybe some of their family were like attacked or in total well no yeah yeah Yeah, again it's you 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 don't know what's actually gone on there and you know you wouldn't condone anything like that there's no place for it in the in sport at all you know and it gives a bad image about football which already has a bad image if you're talking about supporters and fights etc it is one of those ones though that um you know something like this is rightly so is is it should be dealt with you know very harshly if they can if they can find out uh what it's about but i'm sure there's plenty of other matches that you know have gone on all around luxembourg without without incident you know so yeah, it'll be, yeah, sure. i hope they get to the bottom of it and find the the uh, instigators, the culprits, the, the, those who are guilty, you know, are yeah. brought to justice. You but know. it's a, it's a shame. It's you just want to go putting there. up their jukes. Yeah, you just want to go there, enjoy the game. It's also a bad image for the kids. But like, there was that uh, that one. There was a community. Uh, ah, that, 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 that's another story. That, that's with a player. Uh, uh, there's a different player who post a video. Uh, I still have to watch it because I want to make I want to make I want to make like a good article about it. But it's a player. He was like he got like an ACL injury, I think, and he stated that he didn't get enough support from the club, etc. He made a lot of things up against his club. I haven't I haven't seen the video yet. I just uh, read some articles briefly. Then the 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 club stated, yeah, that's not true. We were always there for the player, but it was a fight between the player and the club, and now you know they just uh, split parts kind of crazy story but it, there's, there's an interesting topic actually I mean obviously it's different in Luxembourg because you do have the CNS which obviously covers you from an insurance point of view yeah. but I tried to roll roll back the years when I was playing at, um, when I played at Mosley we had to take out our own basic professional players insurance you know yeah. because you know it's essentially affecting your 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 livelihood isn't it and it's one of those things where you don't want to. It's not that you wouldn't re- rely on the club, and obviously, you know, mostly when that well-funded compared to someone like Northampton or, or one of the other big boys and stuff like that. But that'd be very interesting if players, as part of their deal, are insured by the club, or do they get their own insurance? You know, because ultimately, one would think a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, that'd be quite quite interesting. It's a chat to, to the Luxo footballers, or they just it'd be naive to think you just assume that the club will look after you because yeah. ultimately, if you rock up on your first day and blow up your ACL, yeah. you know they're yeah. gonna they're gonna look to to cut ties, aren't they? Sorry, Anthony. Yeah, going back to the spot, we I've got one last news, and today was the second round of the Coupe de Luxembourg. And I picked out some of the best surprises or interesting results. The biggest surprise goes to FF Nord and Weiss-Wampach, who play in the third tier and defeated Victoria Wolfsburg with 1-0. Marco Mertens scored the winning goal and he surely remembered this goal for the rest of his life. Niederkorn get the prize for the biggest win of this round as they beat fifth tier side Heiderscheid with 11-0. Avenir Bergen are also surprisingly out of the cup after their 2-1 defeat against AS Lützebusch Verschmacht. That's their real... Ooh, that's, really? That, that's Where do real they play? Where do they play? Uh, in the third division. And AS yeah. Luxembourg. AS Lützebusch Verschmacht. AS Lützebusch For the boys from the fish market. Yeah, yeah if you translate it, it's like... <laughs> the boys from the fish market. <laughs> yeah, Luxembourg City. I, I, I think it's, it's somewhere in Luxembourg it's called like this. Where do they play? Know? Up on the top of the box. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, same surprise goes to Red Star Melbourne crushed a second tier side Bearbush 3-0 and for more results you can check out tomorrow on our Instagram page named Let's Fuss News yeah go for it go for it go for it just got um, some a little bit of news has just dropped in the Wallabies they didn't look deserving of a quarter final place with a very patchy display against the Portuguese five tries to three not that good, is it? Oh, we'll have a watch on the highlights later on. So that, so that would mean that Fiji, if Fiji beat Portugal, then yeah, then, got, then think, they're on the first corners. For, yeah, they've got to lose to Portugal for Australia to go through. Well, how long will Ellie Jones stay around? I reckon he'll be Gary Gold. Do you reckon they'll bring he's, back uh, Dave Rennie? He's got he's got an important few years ahead of him. They've got Lions Tour 2025 and then World Cup in Australia 2027. So... Big four years if they keep him. I don't know yeah, why. You, I don't know why you'd ever get into coaching in the front door, out the back door. Yeah. That's how it always works, mate. But um, gents, been an absolute pleasure. Um, we obviously will have our domestic show, um, and we've got a little treat to uh, bring you up to speed with. Listening on Wednesday, uh, but if you already uh, know, the secret is out. Our uh, series, Let's Try Sport, first episode went out yesterday. Check us out. We're going to be trying lots of different uh, sports within Luxembourg. Um, and hopefully we can push on for a second series after that. But we have actually we we have actually done a couple of sports. What's the next film coming out? What's Martin got up his sleeve? Do you know? We'll have to find out. We'll have to we? find out. So we don't even know ourselves what's coming out in the next uh, few days. But um, as always, Secret you can check out. Here. Yeah, exactly, mate. <laughs> Tune in on Wednesday, and you'll hear all about it. As always, you can uh, listen into the rest of the team tomorrow from six a.m. You've got the Sam Steen show. You've got Stephen Steps low with the lunchbox at lunchtime at twelve o'clock, and you've got Melissa Dalton with the home stretch. Don't forget about Dave Burrows and his DB three sessions, and we've also got Sarah Tap with her hangover sessions, haven't we, Anton? Do we? Yep. Until then, <laughs> it's cheer, cheer. cheer.